It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, a licensed nutritionist and a certified nutrition specialist. Today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and therapeutic nutrition counseling. And I am pleased, very pleased to announce next weekend, May 24th and May 25th, we will be moving our St. Paul office to a bigger and better location. You know, no more stairs to climb. Mm -hmm. That's great. (laughs) A a real parking lot, which I think our clients are really going to appreciate. Yeah. And a bigger class space, a bigger classroom. In fact, we have two classroom spaces. And I, every nutritionist or almost every nutritionist will have their own counseling room. And we've totally spruced up the building. And and feel very fortunate to be moving into such a convenient location. It's been a long time coming. We're very yeah, excited yeah. about it. That's, exactly. It's be we great. are excited. You know, we leave behind 20 years of great memories. It's going to be interesting. I've been working in that building for 20 years you now. Prob- yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have so many memories invested. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, you know, change is good. Yep. So, But we're looking forward to our new home. Really, we are. It's mm-hmm. going to be really nice. So stop in on Tuesday, May 27th, and say hi. You know, we'll be at 45 Snelling Avenue North. That's just one block north of Summit Avenue on Snelling. And my son, Corey, and daughter-in-law, Kathy, have done an amazing job of creating a warm and comfortable space for everyone. So today we're going to talk about eyesight and share information about five foods you should eat for good eyesight and five foods to really avoid. Yeah, this will be a good topic for people. It's not something we kind of cover all the time. No. But it's definitely one um, that's interesting. I was even telling my dad the other day, um, hey, Dad, we're talking about eyesight. And he's like, oh, he kind of perked up a little bit and yeah. said, oh, that's a that sounds like a good one. Well, so, that's a good, great mm-hmm. topic. So, you know, eyesight is something we usually take for granted until it starts to fail us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to joining me today is Joanne Rideout, who is a licensed and registered dietitian. She sees clients in our Wyzetta office, also at our Maple Grove location. And Joanne, before coming to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you had 25 years of experience helping clients at Courage Center. And I know people here in Minnesota know what Courage Center is, but what kind of clients were you working with in Courage Center? Right. I was at Courage Center many years, Mm -hmm. and most people I worked with had either a spinal cord injury or a brain injury or a stroke. Okay. Also, a variety of other kinds of people had other disabilities. Um, a lot of people had diabetes. A lot mm-hmm. of people had, you know, tube feedings or modified mm-hmm. diets, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So you really bring to our clients mm-hmm. now a lot, a wealth of information and knowledge. Thank you. And, you know, <laughs> I think it's something that they, they have a great opportunity when they're yeah. working mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. because you can draw on that. That years of experience. Almost like the clinical side of the nutrition right. practice, which is, yeah, there's a lot of... Lots, lots of wide variety, yes. definitely. Yes. But yes. I'm 
this has been a big change for me, but been a very good change. I'm happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> so also joining us is Katie Harla, who is a registered and licensed dietitian. And Katie, in two weeks, yeah. <laughs> you may have a new last name. Oh, is that I, right? I will have a new last name in two weeks. <laughs> I know wedding bells are ringing. They are. I am very excited. So uh, my new last name is, so to confuse people, it's going from Harla, which... If you spell it out, it has a bunch of A's, and it's it confuses people already. And now it's going to be Vigasa. Oh, Vigasa. Vigasa. Okay. So I still actually get to keep my double A, which is not common. Uh-huh. Um, but I, <laughs> anyhow, but I still I still get that double A. Well, um, that'll help us spell your name right. Right. And I, my grandma is so cute. I, I will, you know, she'll ask me like, "Oh, what's your new last name going to be?" And I'm like, "Okay, grandma, it's Vigasa." And she'll always kind of do a little he- head tilt and. Big saw. Yeah, so she's still she's still trying to get it, so it's okay if, you know, it takes us a while. Catch on. <laughs> well, oh, I think you're going to have a great fun day. And, I am. And it's so. going to, you know, fingers crossed, it's going to be beautiful weather. Yeah. Yeah, It'll it, be great. Yeah, it will be. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that will be great. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to get, today we're going to talk about eye health. Yes. You know, when I see people drinking Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. either regular sugar Mountain mm-hmm. Dew or even diet Mountain Dew, smoking and nibbling away on a big bag of chips, I think either this person is in denial Mm -hmm. or they simply need nutrition education. Which is it? (laughs) Or both. Or or a little bit of both, right? Yeah. You know, I do really think part of it is a lack of education. You know, kind of as nutritionists and dietitians, we know when people have type 2 diabetes, and they're not keeping their blood sugars kind of in a normal range. They're constantly putting stress on their eyes. And I think that's a new thought for people. I think yeah. you're right, Katie. That's true. You know, so high blood sugar, it actually causes the lens of the eye to swell. Think, which, think of that. Right. Who? I, and I bet people aren't walking around eating their chips thinking, I wonder if these chips are going to cause my eye to swell. Right. <laughs> Probably not something they're thinking. But right, right if the lens of our eye is swelling, you know, from the foods we're eating and the high blood sugars, it's actually going to change our ability to see. Uh, High blood sugar really inflames the eye and we can get blurred vision from it. So I think that's pretty, pretty much a new thought for Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. That is. And sadly, it may take three months of very controlled blood sugars to get your eyesight back to normal. I think that's very interesting. It is. It doesn't happen the next day, no, does it? No, no, it's not like just going back on track immediately. And, and something, you know, we'll tell clients that like this is going to, you know, could take a couple months. This could take a while. But just right. know that when you change your food, I mean, this will change the way you see. Exactly. And the three major eye problems with high sugars and diabetes that we see are cataracts, glaucoma, and retinopathy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also one of those are interesting because yes. I think people don't think of that. Right. You know, each and every one of these eye problems are related to high blood sugars from eating too many processed carbs. You know, we we have been led to believe that everyone mm-hmm. will develop <clears throat> cataracts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of time. Yes. Right. Right. But it, that isn't really true. It occurs because people have not been told to stop eating the processed carbs. I mean, they just mm-hmm. haven't been. Right. Yeah. It's not been a focus at all. It's 
it's been that piece, like, it's going to happen, so just, you know, wait until it happens. But, and then have the surgery. Right, and then have the surgery. So <laughs> what can we do as a preventive measure? So there really is more to the story than just educating people on the dangers of sugar and processed carbs. It's actually getting them to give it up. <laughs> That's right. That is part of the process. <laughs> yeah. So cut back or at least be moderate about sugar, if anything. So this is pretty interesting. In 1822... You know, back in 1822, people ate one to two. I teaspoons. can almost remember. Back yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. Or oh, not quite. No, not quite. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So back in 1822, people <laughs> ate one to two teaspoons of sugar daily. And today it is up to 53 teaspoons of sugar per day. 53 teaspoons of sugar daily causes a whole lot of eye swelling and inflammation and cataracts and just just saying that, 53 teaspoons of sugar, really imagine 53 teaspoons of sugar circulating through your bloodstream and circulating through your eyes. Um, imagine how much inflammation and swelling that's going to cause. You that's know, like a whole cup of sugar. That's a whole, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Sometimes if people test their blood sugar with a glucose monitor, they will see that when they eat Girl Scout cookies for a bedtime snack, their blood sugar number is high the next morning. They then connect that Girl Scout cookies are causing some damage. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a story to tell this, about my brother. Yes, this is a good story. <laughs> who has actually been doing, actually he's been doing a lot better. But last week when he had his A1C tested, it was higher than normal. Hmm. Hmm. What is going on there? So A1C is a test of your average glucose number. And it's really an average over kind of a three-month period. You know, my brother said, I know why my blood sugar numbers were higher. It was the peanuts I ate. <laughs> and I said, somehow, uh, how could peanuts raise blood sugar? Right. Peanuts are high in fat. Fat does not increase blood sugar. Then he said, <laughs> oh, yes, if they are dry roasted, honey covered ones. Yes. <laughs> I scratched my head in disbelief. Why would you buy honey coated peanuts? His answer, they were on sale. Wow. <laughs> he bought a big four-pound bag at, I don't know, he said it was either Walmart Mm -hmm. or Menards or Home Depot. Yes, they do that, and we see that. Like, I was just at Menards the other day, Uh and literally a wall of candies and sugar-coated peanuts and you name it. It's right there, really easy to kind of pick up and grab for people. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing what people will buy. Yes. Right. They, Isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Amazing. When we get back, I mean, we're actually going to talk about how food manufacturers know how it's amazing how we'll buy things. You know, maybe if we buy like healthy foods, we feel like we have to treat ourselves with honey roasted peanuts or licorice or whatever it is. So we'll really kind of dig into that. We will. Interesting discussion when we get back. So time for the break. So you are listening up to Dishing Up Nutrition. Today we're discussing eye health and foods to eat to avoid eye problems. So next Saturday, May 24th, the topic is, Oh, My Aching Feet. We're going to talk about plantar fasciitis and neuropathy. So tune in to learn how certain foods are linked to these conditions. When my family starts with, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, sometimes I feel the answer is a plate of desperation with a big side of stress. With no plan, it's too easy to hit the drive through or the deli for a meal that's overpriced and overprocessed. But now there's an answer to the daily dining dilemma, the Weight and Wellness Way Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Because it's a cookbook, it's got recipes sure to become family favorites. Because it's a nutrition guide, it explains how to eat for good health. You'll feel good, too, eating real food that tastes delicious. 
The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness have helped thousands of people use nutrition science to feel their best. And now you can find their wisdom summed up in one book. Then the next time they start with, what's to eat? You can say wild rice meatballs or easy almond chicken or an egg bake for brunch. Real food and real nutrition will make it real easy with the Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Get your copy for $24.95 at any Nutritional Weight and Wellness location or online at weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. So how many times have you heard your friends or older family members say, I don't like to drive at night. I want to be home before it gets too dark. So what might be a nutritional connection to their night blindness? It could be a vitamin A deficiency. So what's really interesting is people who eat a very low-fat diet, they never eat liver. They usually skip their leafy, or if they skip their leafy green veggies, you know, the average American diet, kind of how people are eating nowadays. Mm -hmm. Those sorts of people, they actually might be low in vitamin A. Or those who have fat absorption concerns from the intestinal problem, or those who have fat absorption concerns from their intestinal or even a deficiency in zinc can trigger a vitamin A deficiency. And when I was reading this, I think that is fascinating that even a zinc deficiency can trigger a vitamin A deficiency. Mm -hmm. So if you have night blindness... we know that, like, what, 73% of the population? Very deficient. Have a zinc Zinc deficiency. Most people. You know, so if you have night blindness or are just uncomfortable with your night vision, talk to your nutritionist. You really might need to take some cod liver oil, um, you know, and I know when we were kids, I think when you guys were kids too, mm-hmm. grandma was right. She yep. would give us some cod liver oil. That's right. So cod liver oil, it's actually a very good source of vitamin A and it's good for our immune system and it's good for our eyes. Um, so of course eating liver once a week is another good source of vitamin A, but I know, uh, I've tried to get some clients to do that and they're not so keen on the idea of, uh, <laughs> eating some liver. So, you know, I, when, when we talk about liver, I always think of Barb Bredesen's mom, okay. Barb Bredesen's mom, you know, she, she was in her 90s, and she just passed away this oh, spring. Okay. <clears throat> but she used to fix um, liver for Barb at least once a week. Oh, And sure. so she know. consistently ate liver every week. Wow. And some people don't like it, you know, the taste of it. But, you know, another easy thing you can do is you can just mash it in. If you're going to make some meatballs or a meatloaf, just mm-hmm. have it half liver and half, like, you know, beef it. meat. Mix so just kind idea. of mix it in. You would, You don't even know. And then if That's you put bacon idea. with it and onions, oh, it's always right. good. It's perfect. So So if you do have any questions for us today regarding eyesight um, or just any other general nutrition questions, feel free to give us a call. 651-641-1071 is the number here. You know, before we went on break, uh, Joanne, we were talking about all the foods that are at Menards, Menards. Home Depot. And Fleet Farm. Fleet Farm. (laughs) Yeah. Everywhere. It's amazing. All the sugar foods. Yes. All those sugar foods. So the food manufacturers have a way of tricking people into buying food that seems harmless, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. Last night, I went to see the new documentary called Fed Up. Oh, you did? That was very interesting. Yes, I want to see that. Yeah. It's really great. I've had some people actually in class, in my last couple classes, saying they've seen it and just said it's such a a great It's very powerful. And it's a a lot of the, the theme is about how food manufacturers have helped to slide sugar into just about everything they make especially the low-fat products. They really focused on mm-hmm. all the low-fat products that got sugar added. Okay. And so, so many people are addicted to sugar. We just don't realize. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. don't realize. We do. 
Right. We see it all right. the time. So how can you break that cycle? Right. Good question. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. How can we break the cycle? You know, is the possibility of losing your eyesight enough of a motivator? That's another interesting mm-hmm. question. That is. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have people we come. We connect that. We wouldn't connect it. You know, we'll have people come in and maybe one of their goals is, let's say, weight loss. And that's motivating. But I think something even, you know, more, you know, more intense, essentially, like losing your eyesight or, you know, having other body problems um, is maybe more of a motivator. More disease problems would be more of a motivator. Right. You know, I always kind of like to ask myself questions. And if I'm asking myself questions like eat a muffin mm-hmm. or have cataract surgery, right. <laughs> well, to me, there's it, no brainer. brainer. Of course. I would, cho- I would actually choose a bowl of blueberries over a muffin. Mm-hmm. And then not need surgery. Right. right. You know, Orly, one of our nutrition educators, she actually told me this story this week. She had a beginning of a cataract when she was into her doctor a couple of years ago. Wow. And now she went back and was retested. And she said, you know, since she's been eating the weight and wellness waste, suddenly that cataract is gone. Wow. That's amazing. So she is, she stopped eating sugar 100%. And really what happened is that free radical damage Mm -hmm. that the sugar causes and the inflammation is gone. That's great. So she reversed. I bet. That's amazing. That is amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think most people know that blueberries contain powerful antioxidants. We hope they do. We hope they do anyway. Mm -hmm. And they support the blood vessels in the eye for healthy, sharp vision. But would people pick fresh blueberries or a piece of pie? (laughs) That's, it's a choice. <laughs> it is a choice. And yeah. it's, you know, it's a, it's small choices. You know, every single day we can make that choice between the pie or the blueberries or right. the breakfast cereal or the eggs, right? And you can pick the fresh blueberries mm-hmm. and just put a little cream on. Oh. And it's awesome. And it's mm-hmm. such a treat. Yeah. You know, the retina of the eye is a very unique place in our body that is at very high risk for free radical damage. So... Mm-hmm. The antioxidants in blueberries protect the retina from unwanted unwanted damage, but the sugar in the pie can actually cause a lot of free radical damage. So blueberries are good, but really there is more. You know, we encourage people to eat eggs from the farm, raised chickens, you know, those the ones that are running around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and vegetables for breakfast. Yes. Yeah. If the egg comes from a chicken that roams and eats grass or are fed flaxseed, they contain an omega-3 fatty acid called DHA. Mm -hmm. And this omega-3 fatty acid makes up the cells of the membrane in your retina. So we really encourage people to eat two organic eggs for breakfast, which contains nutrients to support Mm -hmm. your eyes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, the cereal, the sweet rolls, the muffin, or the cereal bars all contain processed carbs and sugar that can actually damage mm-hmm. the retina. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can. think you almost think of them as, you know, the sugars um, coming from a lot of those processed carbohydrates, the sweet roll, the muffin, the cereal bar. I almost think of them as like little razor blades. Right. Right? Like, so just little razor blades sitting and nicking and cracking up, you know, the retina of our eye. Or mm-hmm. for someone else, maybe the, the their vessels. Right. So right. just damaging the cells. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you can eat eggs and vegetables for breakfast, not only for a healthy cholesterol number and a healthy metabolism, but also for healthy eyes. So for so long, and I hear this all the time, for so long we were told not to eat the egg yolks. Mm -hmm. 
so many people come in and say they mm-hmm. just eat egg whites. But the egg yolk contains another powerful antioxidant for the eye called lutein. Absolutely. So, Joanne, do you think we have time before we take a break to take a caller? What do you think? I think that's a really good Good idea. idea. All right. You know, if you are just joining us today, we are talking all about eye health and the foods that affect our eyes. So it's a great conversation we're having. So good. Hello, Sarah. You have a question? Hi, Sarah. Uh, Yes, I was wondering what you guys think about the blood type book. Oh, the blood type book. Hmm. I think it has some good points. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are blood type O, and basically that's what the general, most people are O, and they recommend not eating gluten and not eating um, dairy, I believe, but eating more meat and vegetables and good fat. So I think a lot of that is very perfect. You know, the blood type A, they say can be a vegetarian, but you don't have to be a vegetarian. I happen to be a blood type A. And um, so I find I feel much better when I eat meat, and I don't feel very good when I try to eat soy products. Uh, I just can't digest them very well. So there's Mm -hmm. points in that book that are good, and there are some things that are, I think, you know, as with any book, you take the good stuff and you leave the bad. Mm -hmm. Right. right. I have a muscle pain problem, and I've already, uh, I already eat the weight and wellness way. Mm-hmm. But this book has some major differences. Like I cannot eat, I'm a type O, and I cannot eat coconut oil or pork or um, other things that were important to me. And I don't know if it's really worth it or not or if it's going to help. Well, you know, on pork, I think a lot of people, there's a lot of plans that say no pork. But mm-hmm. I think if you're buying pork, that hasn't been fed antibiotics or, you know, they've given so many shots and so many uh, hormones now. But if you buy more grass-fed pork, I think it's a very healthy food. So I don't know. And coconut coconut oil, I, I have worked with some clients that have sensitivities to coconut oil, but not very not many. Not very many. I think right. it's just a matter of try and see how you feel. If you feel better without them, leave it out. You know, and if you if you can't tell any difference... It should be fine. Okay. Thank you for your help. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. So so where Thank are you. we now? Or is it time? We do. I think it's time for break. Okay. We've got, if you are on the line, we'll be coming back from break here shortly. Um, and we can take some more calls. So, so, so you are listening to yeah. Dishing Up Nutrition. If you live in New Jersey like Monica or in Brazil like Sarah or Germany like Hannah or in Michigan like Joniel. You can stay connected to weight and wellness by taking an online class. So maybe you have digestive problems. Take gut reaction. Re- restore digestive health through nutrition. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you've been told to follow a gluten-free diet. Going gluten-free the healthy way, it's uh, a great online class. Mm-hmm. Just check mm-hmm. out our website, weightandwellness.com, for additional classes online and in the community. And we just received a comment about the... Um, going gluten-free. Here's what Aaron said. Here's a recent comment from Aaron who took the online class. This class was jam-packed with so much information. You know, I, I paused the video often and took notes. I have been a Dishing Up Nutrition podcast listener for eight months and thought I knew a fair amount about gluten, but I learned a lot of new information, especially the fact that I need to check my shampoo and cosmetics mm-hmm. for right. gluten. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, a nice comment from her. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, we'll be back in just a moment. 
But you only need the light when it's burning low. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Only know you love her when you let her go. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. So to support good eye health, we recommend eating the weight and wellness way with real foods and avoiding processed carbs. So for example, Kellogg's Honey Smacks cereal is about 56% sugar by weight. It's a whole lot of sugar. So really what that means is in a bowl of cereal, over half of it is sugar. So that is you know, what we're talking about and that all that sugar, it's not good for our eyes. Right. So next we'd actually recommend adding essential fatty acids, omega-3, DHA, and GLA to keep your eyes hydrated. We'd also encourage you to take about a teaspoon or so of cod liver oil daily uh, to ensure you're getting adequate vitamin A. And of course, vitamin D is essential as well. Actually, most people need about, I would say 2,000 to 4,000 IUs daily. And more recommendations as we go along and talk about good eye health. So, Katie, we had a caller we did. on our break that mm-hmm. was wondering about, she wanted us to repeat about night blindness, what causes night blindness, and how we can protect our eyes from night blindness. Yes. And you talked about that earlier in yeah. the show. So. Yeah, so some specific um, specific nutrients we were talking about that would help the eye uh, during night blindness. Definitely vitamin A um, and a great uh, way to get vitamin A is we were talking about liver and cod liver oil. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And also a zinc deficiency can actually affect vitamin A levels. So if you're deficient in zinc, um, make sure you get your zinc levels up. And, you know, most people need anywhere from 30 to 50 milligrams of zinc yes, daily yes, to get yes. that level up. And we know that zinc comes from meat again. Mm-hmm, meats. Um, and then also kind of what we're talking about here is just making sure we're reducing processed carbohydrates in general. Um, mm-hmm. And that will kind of reduce the stress on the eye. And reduce that swelling that yes. occurs. Yes. So right. Joanne, should we take some callers? I think we've yes. got some high we have a some caller. hard questions maybe. Yes. So you know if people are listening and they want have questions, mm-hmm. our number is six five one six four one one oh seven one. Hi, Sue, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question? Good morning, Sue. Good morning. I don't know if we, we have her. Well, Sue, if you're on the line, um, you know, hang up and then we can, you know, call back and we'll we'll hopefully catch your call. So do we have another caller, Joanne? There's not another One. caller, but a question. Okay. About um, a person wants to know about her daughter's hair loss. Oh, hair loss. Hair okay. loss is a... Well, I don't know. That's a hard question to answer. And we don't know how old the daughter is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, is it... Um, is it is she having thyroid problems? Thyroid? Yeah. Um, or is she not eating any fat? Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that GLA, uh, essential mm-hmm. fatty acids, are really mm-hmm. good for hair. Yeah, we know that protein is really good, good for right. hair. So I think it's so many questions. So it's hard one to answer. Protein is protein. very good for hair. Now <laughs> I've I've told people on the show before. I used to be a vegetarian, um, right. and during my vegetarianism, I my hair literally would not grow. Um, I remember I'd get some highlights in my hair and. I swear months at a time, my hair wouldn't grow out at the root. Wow. And I would kind of always joke like, this is great. I don't have to get my hair done all the time. But um, now that wow. I eat the proteins and the meats, <laughs> I get it done I have much to have my hair cut every five weeks. Yes. Or it's... So do I. So we <laughs> know that weeks. we're eating enough protein. We know we're eating enough protein and it's working, right? <laughs> okay. 
So we, we we were talking about egg yolks, okay. and we were talking and how good egg yolks are, and really when you get that rich, dark yellow egg yolk, um, one of the things that it contains is it contains an antioxidant called lutein. Um, but it also contains another antioxidant that is good for the eyes called zeaxanthin. So zeaxanthin kind of protects the retina from free radical damage. So right. very powerful. And several studies suggest a diet high in both lutein and zeaxanthin may help to lower the risk of developing age-related macular degeneration. So that is the leading cause of blindness in people over age 50. Mm -hmm. So to me, it just seems so simple to cook yourself two eggs for breakfast. You know, throw in some raw spinach in the pan or kale, Kale. saute it in butter, add a half a cup of cooked carrots, eye health on a plate. Yes, that's cool. I mean, I think as nutritionists, we'd look at our plate and say, oh, this is just so many good nutrients for (laughs) my eye. Yeah. So I'm going to put a challenge out to everyone. Challenges are good. Yeah, everyone, give that a try for two mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you'll never go back to your cereal and toast because you're going to feel so good all morning. And honestly, your eyes will say, thank you. Yes. That's right. Because you'll be able to see a lot mm-hmm. better. And you're going to feel better and your energy is going to be better. Yes. Absolutely. Should we take a caller? Sure. We Our, can. Mm-hmm. Sue came back. So oh, okay. I, will, I will take that next. <laughs> all right. Sounds great to me. Hi, Sue. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? Oh, Sue. Oh, oh my. Oh, Sue. Well, okay. we'll try again. I think we have another caller. We have another caller. All right. Listening. Diane, you're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Can I help you with a question? Sure. First of all, I would like to say that I am nervous because whenever I hear Dar speak, I it's like a rock star to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's great. I I hope to meet her someday in person. I have taken the Dishing Up Nutrition classes for many weeks. I am one year into the program. Every part of my body is better. Thank you. Thank you. aches, strength, hair, energy, everything. Wow. And you did this with the Nutrition for Weight Loss? Yes. (laughs) See? Oh, wow. We know. We wrote it so people got healthy. Mm -hmm. And also, if they needed to lose weight, that would happen. Well, that's the problem. (laughs) The only problem is a year into it, everything is so much better. And I do have an appointment this Thursday with Brenna Thompson. Okay. Okay. Good. But I haven't lost the weight. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes, as you know, if you remember listening to Nell, who's... Yeah. You know, lost the 90 pounds. It took her a whole year before her metabolism click kicked in. Okay. And I think it's just you had a lot of healing to mm-hmm. do. Yes. And just, you know, and maybe Brenna will kind of adjust some things. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a couple of things that you're not doing exactly right for weight loss. It's fine for health, but, I, you know, give that a try and see. I want to I want to every day feel grateful mm-hmm. for the health for the the scale is my enemy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's really good that you have an appointment coming up and you can kind of see if you guys can tweak anything yes. to really help the metabolism mm-hmm. move a little bit quicker. And yes. some people do have just really slow metabolism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have to and figure out what's causing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm also 65 years old. Well, you're just young yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Dar mentioned she was born in 1822 today. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
for having Thank fun. Thank you so much for your programs and your radio show and your counselors. And like I said, someday I hope to meet you, Dar. Oh, thank yes. you. Okay. She's, she's a treat. <laughs> she is. Oh, thanks thank you. for the call. Okay, we have another caller. Corey will say, you're getting a big head again. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. You're very humble. Okay. Nope. There we, we go. We lost it. And we are. Okay. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep chatting. The phone lines are getting a little tricky today. Yeah. Um, but we've been talking about some different kind of compounds or antioxidants found in our foods that are so supportive um, for our eyes. So did you know that only a half cup of cooked kale contains 10.3 milligrams of lutein Mm -hmm. and a half cup of cooked spinach provides 6.3 milligrams of lutein? So six milligrams per day of lutein leads to a 43% lower risk of macular degeneration. So that's just, really important. That is so important, isn't it? So just it? a half a cup of spinach. I mean, you could a put half, that in your eggs in the morning. That's yes. exactly. It leads to almost 50% lower risk mm-hmm. of getting macular degeneration. Foods are very preventive. They're very healing. So, I mean, just very simply, like half a cup of spinach. You know, if you're looking to add more of the antioxidant zeaxanthin why don't you saute some orange pepper and zucchini for your morning veggies and really you're set for the day with some of those good antioxidants and, and great the, color yeah. yes <laughs> great great color. Color. again so simple mm-hmm. you know pepper and zucchini mm-hmm. yes and it mm-hmm. tastes great you know perhaps if you start eating your eggs your spinach your carrots sauteed in butter you know you'll be able to continue to see to do your needlework Mm-hmm. Or even to play bingo. Yes, there <laughs> that's you go. important. I, I like bingo. Yeah. It's fun. So for dinner, I recommend eating salmon at least once a week, twice a week if you can. The omega three fatty acids found in salmon play a key role in retina health and can help reduce the risk of macular degeneration. Yes, and I am going to share with you a great recipe on how to include salmon in your diet when we get back. Uh, from break. But right now you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Eyesight is something we usually take for granted until it starts to fail us. So the first treatment may be expensive drops. Then it could actually be expensive surgery and finally loss of vision. So eating the weight and wellness way, which is actually an anti-inflammatory diet, it supports blood flow to the sensitive eye tissue, keeping your eyes healthy. Nutrition really can and will Um, make a difference, especially when you practice an anti-inflammatory diet from childhood, you know, to old age. So uh, coming up, if you want more info on foods to support good vision, tune into Care 11 News. Uh, Wednesday, May 21st at 4 p.m., Cara Carper, Carper, uh, she's one of the nutritionists and our coworker um, from Nutritional Weight and Wellness, she's going to be putting together a delicious salad with foods that support eye health. So it's really going to be a good one. So make sure you tune in. That is May 21st at 4 p.m. And we'll be right back. A wise doctor once said, today you are you that is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. The doctor in question was Dr. Seuss, and I bet he would like the attitude and approach they use at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. 
For more than 25 years, the licensed nutritionists, registered dietitians, and nutrition educators have worked one-on-one with their clients. Because they know that no one is youer than you, they will come up with an individualized eating plan that addresses your needs, your body, your health concerns. Because they have the research-based knowledge and because they care, they can guide you to be the best, healthiest, most energetic you you can be. Come into one of their four Twin Cities offices for a consultation, or you can schedule a counseling session over the phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Call them at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Or go to weightandwellness.com. They will get results for you. It's true. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you have a family history of macular degeneration or even cataracts, I recommend the combination antioxidant formula called Foresight from Orthomolecular. And, you know, this product includes a lot of mm-hmm. things. It includes it's lycopene. Good. Well, we know that lycopene actually comes from tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It includes uh, lutein. Mm-hmm. Which we've been lot, talking about. Which we've been talking about. And yeah. a lot of people just say, oh, I take lutein. Well, there's more to the story mm-hmm. than just lutein. Yeah. There's something that's called alpha-lipoic acid, and that's really important to have in an eye supplement. Bilberry, this, these are all in this one this formula. One supplement. Alpha-lipoic acid, bilberry, ginkgo, it has zinc in it. And we talked about being mm-hmm. low on zinc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has taurine in it, which is an amino acid. It has quercetin in it, which is an anti-inflammatory. It has zeaxanthin. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Zeaxanthin. Yes, yes. Zeaxanthin. <laughs> we got it. You know, this is really a great product to support eye health. You know, I, I agree. It is mm-hmm. a little expensive, mm-hmm. but I think you know if you got any of these family histories of these things, it right. is well worth it because your eyes are really priceless. Yeah. You just have to keep your eyesight. And again, we were saying that earlier. Until until we start to lose our eyesight, we really take it for granted that's you know so yeah protect your eyes so let's go back and talk about foods again yes we're always foods first foods first absolutely so here's another good food for your eyes salmon yes so Mm -hmm. wild caught salmon it's a very good source of niacin um, and niacin actually helps reduce the risk of cataracts so i recommend our recipe salmon salad supreme it's a great recipe it's easy and it tastes great. So you can find the recipe on our Weight and Wellness website or in our brand new Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. I love salmon salads. They are so good. They're so easy to put together. They're exactly. great. You know, it's even, a great recipe. It is a great recipe. And like, so summer is kind of coming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great one. You know, people will go to picnics or family family gatherings. Right. Like a salmon salad is something super and you just easy to can bring. use That's the great. canned salmon, the canned the salmon, wild caught salmon, mm-hmm. canned salmon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, another major eye health problem is dry eye, and we see that all the time, yes, don't we? Yes, we do. You know, at least five percent of Americans have mild or moderate or severe dry eyes, and eight million people use artificial tears every year. Yes. And wow. I think that 5% is really a low number, don't you? I think it's low. People just don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually 50 to 75% of the people who wear contacts have dry eyes. Also, people that have had LASIK surgery often have dry eyes. I've had both. Mm-hmm. I definitely had dry eyes. Yeah. So what are some symptoms? If you have dry eyes, no doubt you no doubt know the symptoms. Probably. You have mm-hmm. stinging or burning eyes, 
a gritty feeling as if you've got something in your eye, maybe pain or redness. Did and I'm happy to say that I don't have dry eyes anymore. Yes, but you did. I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about it <clears throat> before and you were saying, it's all this good fat that I'm it's eating. It's all the good fat. Yes. <laughs> you know, or you could also um, have some symptoms such as, you know, blurred vision, heavy eyelids, eye fatigue. You know, and you just can't tolerate maybe working on the computer any any longer. So so what are some causes of dry eyes? Well, lots of medications. are mm-hmm. Antihistamines. And I don't think people realize that taking antihistamines dry everything out. Right. Yes. Uh, nasal decongestants. Many, many different antidepressants cause dry eyes. Now, that's interesting. I don't think a lot of people recognize that. No. Right. And many blood pressure uh, medicines especially those that are diuretics, mm-hmm. of course. Yes, yeah. Diuretics to, are going to be definitely. drying things out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Removing water from the body. So it's kind of interesting when you think about all these different things that you have to kind of counteract mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you need to take some of these things. Yes, yes. By the foods that you're going to be eating. Yes, so nutrition right. really does fit into dry eyes, doesn't it? It really does. So how does nutrition fit in? Or maybe thinking about what foods should I eat to prevent dry eye? Mm -hmm. The first and most important thing to do is drink at least 8 to 10 glasses of filtered water every day. Every day. To hydrate your whole body and your eyes. Our cells, our eyes, our brains, our muscles, they need to be hydrated. So in addition to water, eyes need to be hydrated in another way. A major food group I would encourage someone with dry eyes to include is definitely good fat. But it must be in sufficient amounts, so not just a little bit. Um, stay away really from fat-free or low-fat foods. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, you know, kind of what we say is most people need at least a tablespoon of healthy fat six times a day for prevention. Right. So fats, they're, they're hydrating. They're good for us. They're good for our eyes. You know, and I think that's a concept that most people don't even realize, no. Katie. no. That fat is hydrating. Fat, yes. Right. Yes. You know, they, they do get the idea that water is hydrating. hydrating. Right. But they don't think fat is being hydrated. Mm-hmm. Right. I know it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So you might eat butter at breakfast. Mm-hmm. You might have nuts at a snack, avocados and olive oil at lunch, olives for a snack, coconut oil for dinner, and heavy cream before bed. That's pretty easy. That's pretty easy. And those are all, we're going to feel more satisfied off of them. Right. But they're going to all be... Kind of lubricating our eye. That's a a great way to think of it, too. But, you know, I think one of the things that most people are going to say, Mm -hmm. and I think, Joanne, I'm going to point this one at you because they're going to say, oh, oh, if I eat that, I'm going to gain weight. Right. But I haven't. (laughs) And have you lost weight even? No. About the same. About the same. And you were perfect before? Yeah, it's fine. And you're perfect now. It's fine. And your eyes are so (laughs) My eyes are healthy. That is so good. (laughs) You know, and that's, I've actually had a lot of clients come in um, recently where, you know, so that was something they were working on in the past was mm-hmm. their dry eyes. So they didn't come specifically for dry eyes, but they had made reference to, yeah, you know, back, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I, my eye doctor recommended I start eating or taking more fish oil. Right. So, right. So they noticed once they started taking more fish oil, which is a fat, which is hydrating to their eyes, that they had their dry eyes went away. Yeah. Right. So takes a couple of weeks sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it, but it helps. It does help. So Eating salmon or sardines, which contain omega-3, those are very hydrating for the eye. We would also recommend adding essential fatty acids in supplement form. Um, You know, we believe the two most important fatty acids for the eyes would be omega-3 
um, DHA. So for uh, for very dry eyes, we suggest two or pardon me, three to six DHA. They're about two hundred milligrams a piece, or um, six hundred to twelve hundred total of DHA fatty acid daily. And that's for people that have really got really mm. really dry eyes because and it's, that DHA it, is concentrated in yes, their eye and it's, their retina. It's that actually helps. their eyes are so dry that it's mm-hmm. burning and it's mm-hmm. hurting mm-hmm. and. You know, otherwise, if it's just a little bit, they don't probably need that high of a dosage. Right. Then they could probably just take just even a little bit of um, eating more of the fats like we were talking about, and that might just benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, also, I have people add omega-6 fatty acid called GLA. Yes. Right. You know, we had that caller that called in about Mm -hmm. hair. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I mentioned GLA. You know, this fatty acid hydrates skin and tissue and hair. And it also keeps wrinkles away, Mm -hmm. but it also helps with dry eyes. Yes. Yes. And, you know, for good measures, I always add a teaspoon of cod liver oil and, you know, 30 to 50 milligrams of zinc. And this is kind of our Mm -hmm. major solution Mm -hmm. for a nutrition solution for, you know, dry eyes or just for different dry health. Yeah. Eye health. Different. I think this is a really a good a good conversation to be having. I don't know if a lot of people truly realize how preventive and how healing our foods can be, even for something like our eyes. Right. So adding GLA and adding omega three DHA into our diets, making sure we're having butter and coconut oil and heavy creams and avocados. Doesn't that just sound good? Mm-hmm. It <laughs> yes. Is. Those those are the things that truly will um, help hydrate our tissues. And not only that, we know about fats. You know, because we're, we're so focused on the fats right now since we're talking about it. You know, fats are anti-inflammatory, right? Right. So, so if people are uh, tuning in next week, it's uh, your aching feet. Yes. yes. So we'll be back next week. Next week. Everyone have a great Saturday. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.